0: welcome to the cim marketing podcast the contents and views expressed by individuals in the cim marketing podcast are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of the companies they work for we hope you enjoy the episode
1: hello everybody and welcome to the final cim marketing podcast of 2023 we are On episode 88, and here is a statistic that is going to blow your mind, in all of those 88 episodes of which this is the 88th, we have never discussed the first word of the Chartered Institute of Marketing, which is chartered and what it means to be chartered and what advantages and benefits it confers on those people who are chartered. And to tell us all about it, we've got a fantastic chartered marketer with us today, Miss Joanne Herman who is a former marketing and business development manager at the Chartered Institute of Taxation, itself a chartered body, and has recently taken a new job at Teamco, have you not, Joanne?
0: Yes. um, Hi, everybody. And um, Ben, CIM, thank you so much for having me um, on your podcast. It's an honour and a pleasure. But yes, I have just joined... um, the UK's largest exam consultancy at HE and um, awarding organisation. So I'm really excited to be there, but um, excited to be on the show. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> great we're to be talking to- about Chartered.
1: Indeed, we're excited to have you. I can't believe we've got 88 episodes without looking at this. You've sort of taken for granted, but of course we shouldn't take it for granted because it's a lot of work and a lot of things we're going to get our head around. And you're going to tell us more about that, but obviously brings great, great advantages if you can become a chartered marketer. And, you know, Joanne, I hear you were celebrating 25 years of the chartered marketer. Um, oh, yes. uh, 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 you held a dinner at uh, Moore Hall, which many of you know is the headquarters of Syria. So, i um, a posh dinner. You were celebrating 25 years. Is that right?
0: That's right. So um, it was, a, again, an honour to actually be invited and be part of those celebrations because, um, you know, it was celebrating 25 years of Chartered Marketer. And just to be, well, amongst so many thought leaders, Chartered Marketers, it was great to network, you know, meet the chief executive of the CIM, Chris Daly, and um, there was June Dennis there. And also, um Cartwright from the Worshipful Companies of Marketers as well but I'd never been to Moore Hall in all the years I've been involved with the CIM and you know I've been chartered I'd never ever been to Moore Hall and my husband was actually saying you know when you get down there I'm only an hour and a half away so no excuse actually for me not to go there in future. A it's a lovely area off the Thames but it's also steeped in history as well. It is. Um, I mean, I, I did history of art and architecture and, oh, forgive me, I can't remember the actual architect, but uh, Moore Hall was built in 1805. So yep. you've got the old part of CIM and then you've got the new part. So it was great to be there and a very lovely dinner as well. <laughs> <to say laughs> yeah,
1: least. It's a stately pile, isn't it? The old bit with all the wood, wooden panelling and it really yeah. shows you the history of the uh, the Institute and it gave you a feeling of... Uh, you know, pedigree and prestige that it brings when you're when you're there, don't you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I actually, to be honest, the, the guys there, the, um, the CIM team were quite tolerant of me because I did do some history TikToks. Oh yeah. <laughs> More, so I was there with my selfie stick and my phone doing a couple of TikToks. But no, it's, you guys get the chance. If you haven't been to Moore Hall, I highly recommend it.
1: But you were there at this posh dinner for one reason, that you are a Chartered Marketer. It was a celebration of Chartered Marketer, the, the, as in the accreditation, and it is uh, celebrating of Chartered Marketers, and you were one of many Chartered Marketers who attended this event. Let's just rewind a bit and explain for those people who don't yet know what a chartership is. You know, How do you get there?
0: Overall, Chartered um, means being at the very top of your profession. I mean, many people, Um, We've probably heard of being a chartered accountant, chartered tax advisor, which is where I previously come from, chartered engineers and surveyors. But it demonstrates being a chartered marketer is the pinnacle of your profession. Um, You have to work up to that. It it demonstrates the global standard for the marketing profession. So um, being a chartered marketer is both recognition and certification in the field of marketing so like i said it signifies a high level of expertise it's to be honest i always look at it and feel it's that seal of approval um, from an institute on that journey to being chartered you're not only you know through certification learning um you know various frameworks going through the exams but you also have to demonstrate and show that you have experience being on the pit face of marketing as well. There's the recognition and certification, so they both go hand in glove. It's a really interesting point. It's
1: There are two sides to it, is what you're saying. You know, you've yep. got a quasi-classroom learning, which is learning the sort of nuts and balls of the theory, but you've also got to prove that you've actually done it. There's the experiential. You've understood and you know you've lived that experience, in order to get the chartership.
0: Yes, precisely, and that's where the chartered piece kicks in. So you become a member of the institute. Um, you take various, you know, qualifications there. I mean, I started in sales. Um, right. My first job was sales. What I found out, having done sales, I wasn't a salesperson. I was proposing solutions to customers. And that's where I really found out that I was almost marketing. So I, I looked around, found the Chartered Institute of Marketing, and that's where I started to actually learn. To, and I think I I did the diploma in professional marketing. So that was the kind of first stepping stone, as to say. So that was, you know, the academic side, the certificate, you know, being certified in that. But then I could not become chartered. Until I had been within the industry and actually practicing what I had learnt um, for two, a minimum of two years, so right. yeah, so there is that hand in glove kind of piece.
1: It's a long road, or a fairly long road, to becoming chartered. A worthwhile road, but it's a long road. It's not something that anyone is going to pretend is easy to get there. You know, it is a high value accreditation. It's not easy.
0: It is. Um, I mean, to be chartered, it is through they say rigorous assessment. You know, it, you know they evaluate. The institute evaluates your experience, your knowledge. Um, but yes, it is commitment as well, um, and how you practice within. You know, in those two years. But saying that, though, because I had that initial passion, and I knew I had, I didn't. Sales wasn't for me. The journey, yes, it was, I suppose, in some ways um challenging, but I really enjoyed it. You find out what you don't like doing, and then you yep. discover what you do love and have a passion and what you love to do. So, becoming chartered, yes, I, I suppose, looking back, you know, a few decades, couple of decades, maybe, <laughs> you know. I, it it was challenging because I was in it, but looking back um, and coming, you know, arriving where I am, I am I'm, ple- I'm so pleased and thankful and grateful that I've done it and had the backing of the CIM. But I thoroughly enjoyed it, and why? Because I was with like minded people. We were yeah. in the same boat, and when you were with like minded people, you carry each other. You spur each other on. And that's another great thing about the CIM, it's that companionship, that camaraderie on that journey. Yes, it is challenging because you have to learn the different kind of core frameworks and technical aspects of marketing and the different behaviours and capabilities that goes with the profession. But you have the people, you know, you have this backing of the CIM, and you've also got like-minded people on that journey. And that's the great thing. You can learn from these people,
1: bounce ideas off of them. And what, what I found really interesting what you said is that the journey itself almost subliminally teaches you to focus on the things that you enjoy the most and where you can add the most value. Channel your skills and channel your energies into the areas where you get the maximum advantage.
0: Exactly. And off of that, Ben, um, you made a really good point. The the key areas. So when I discovered that, um, I mean, this was before I became chartered, I was working for small startup companies. I was putting in various marketing plans, doing a situational analysis. Putting the tactics in place and actually raising the awareness of these small companies to a point where they were actually bought out or merged. And that was because I had such an appetite. It's all about listening to the the customers. Where are people going to look at various messages, look at marketing campaigns? I found that what I was actually learning at the CIM and what I could bring to the table to SMEs. Was really key at that time.
1: You're being taught skills and learning capabilities and channeling experiences which are hugely relevant for the sector at the time that you take on the chartership Um, but you don't always know that implicitly before you start so there must have been a trigger for you a trigger point if you like that made you think I'm going to go on this journey I'm going to take this thing on you know I'm going to slay this beast what on earth was it that made you launch into chartership in the
0: first place? Chartered was almost a natural progression however the, the I, I would take it back a bit that first stepping stone of entering into the profession of marketing now it was a moment in my 20s and it was literally based Ben on a feeling and it was oh, yeah. an awful, it was an awful feeling um, it was a, I, I was literally in tears because oh, I had gone for an interview at the Natural History Museum. Um, yeah. I mean, I did a BA at UEA, um, University of East Anglia, Norwich, in um, history of art and architecture, and so my background is not business. Um, however, entered into sales, and then I thought, ah, actually, I'll go for this marketing exec position at the Natural History Museum. I I revised. I you know role plays. I desperately wanted this job. <clears throat> Got down to two people the person that picked me at the post had a CIM uh, and ha. I remembered feeling I it's the only job the only bit of the only time I've actually broken down in tears after not getting a job because I was devastated and that spurred me on to you know look at the CIM and it do gave something
1: her, it. it gave her an edge overview that you could do nothing about at the time
0: yes exactly and a lot of cvs now if you look at them you know one of the pre-requisites is you know having that cim qualification in some way shape or form but um yes that trigger was back in my 20s you know at the natural history museum and just wanting it so badly um Mm. and i'm so glad i had that Feeling, um, you know, as you, I, I'm a very emotive, I'm a very empathetic person, and I think having that feeling was really a big benefit. It was a big, it was a turning point for me. So mm. I'm glad they turned me down.
1: Well, I was going to say <laughs> the cliche, and it's easy. probably a cliche, is You learn more from not getting those jobs than you do from getting them. Um, and when you look back at it now, you probably see that that was a uh, an inflection point in your career where you thought well hang on a second that made me change path that made me take on this chartership and it's bringing me massive benefits now later in my career exactly. um so so you you the, the the younger the younger joanne would not have known it at the time exactly. um but that probably might have been a good sliding doors moment for her that put her on the right path
0: exactly good analogy Alex. <laughs> very much <but. laughs>
1: you're familiar with the film
0: don't forget, CIA members get exclusive access to our monthly webinars hosted by subject matter experts and packed full of practical learnings and takeaways. Find out more at cim.co.uk forward slash content forward slash webinar.
1: Yeah, so now you've got it. You're there. You, you get invited to these uh, fabulous dinners at Moore Hall, and you are chartered it impacts your career on a daily basis, presumably, you feel the benefits and the advantages of it. What do you think are the key ones that you sort of sense and feel every day as a consequence of going on that journey? It's
0: really opened up doors um, Mm. for me in terms of collaboration with different industries. I love um, change. Um, I adapt very well to change. and to be honest, we're in a very changeable environment for all of us marketers with AI, the emergence of AI, let's face it. It had its um, birthday a few days ago. <laughs> what was it? 28th of 30th of November. But I think
1: is this, it, chat, this is Chat. GPT's birthday. That's is this, it, yeah, yes, that's yes, right, ChatGPT, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, it's amazing
1: it's only been around for a year, but we digress.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. I can yeah. be a bit as Eddie Izzard and go on a tangent. But, no, no, that's fine. But no, the benefit, I think, for me is that it's, opened up doors to communicating and working with different industry sectors. So I've worked in the property sector. I've worked for Savills and Hamptons. Um, I've worked for um, small and big um, IT companies in the IT industry. So from startup.com companies to I had the privilege of working um being European marketing manager for Samsung so Samsung obviously being massive um had a division security surveillance surveillance division called um Samsung Techwin so I worked there for a while um and I've also been able to work in the energy industry which has been interesting and you know I mean From understanding really technical things like voltage optimization through to trying to market to tax advisors and now, um, you know, working with an education, you know, uh, uh, an exam consultancy, you know, kind of company, it's really benefited me for opening doors.
1: The interesting thing is. it gives you this common thread, this common advantage that can be applicable across sectors. It doesn't box you into a sector. It allows you to move around and be a marketer in several different spaces because all of these sectors recognise the accreditation, the chartership, and it gives you a passport to enter, to move playing fields, to to change sectors, which is sometimes a a little bit more tricky than it ought to be. But it gives you this passport to move around.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, the great benefit of being chartered is that You trust yourself, but also other people trust you. You adhere to ethical standards, best practice, um, you know, the key fundamental frameworks in marketing, but you have companies out there that actually trust what you're doing and what you're saying. I mean, there's obviously, you know, the core benefits, you know, you're, I mean, the CIM explained that you're in the chartered marketing directory you're issued with the chartered marketer certificate to recognise your achievements, but for me, the benefits for me is that it actually it's given me confidence. It's given mm. me so confidence, yes, to work across so many different dis, you know disciplines and industries, but to almost um, feel confident in myself to leave some positions that I I I didn't really think that would fit in with what I was actually doing. I nearly got a job um, promoting fracking for the oil and gas industry, (laughs) which was interesting. And I actually had to turn that down because it didn't really align with my core values. So the benefits of being chartered is yes, it gives you that competence, but it also gives you that confidence as well Mm. to make the right choices
1: competence and confidence. There's an interesting message and it makes you more footloose, which is what I like about it. Yeah, You're you're able to be your own woman much more because you know that you're not having to constantly prove yourself to a new employer because you've already got that gold standard next to your name. You know, right. The first thing your employer sees is the gold standard. They say, Joanne Herman is a chartered marketer. I don't have any more question whether she is a competent and confident marketer I know she is because otherwise she wouldn't have become chartered so it's that passporting it gives you to be more footloose to be your own man your own woman it's a really uh elegant way to move around the industry with less friction and fewer barriers
0: yes yeah i mean i've i've found it uh, especially you know since covid we've had to change marketers have had to change the way you know we communicate our messages Um, we've had to be adaptable, but you know, it's opened up so many benefits. I mean, one of one benefit, um, for me, as well as I've grown in my career and I was really humbled. I was, I, for some unknown reason, and I don't know who, but I was nominated under the category of outstanding leadership for business growth and development. Um, and that was in the finance monthly magazine awards for 2023. Now nice. congratulations. Uh, oh thank you. I mean, <laughs> didn't win, but I was <laughs> one of um apparently there were seven thousand entries and only five hundred. So I made the five hundred top five hundred. Um I'm not sure where I went from there. But I think it's it's that you know, it, it gives you that platform being charted gives you that um credibility, that trust. Because, as, you know, as marketers, uh, yes, whether you're a B2B or B2C marketer, and I said this at the um, CIM dinner celebrating 25 years, I, I said, you know, it's not B2B, B2C, it's H2H, it's human to human. Yeah. Uh, that is, if you boil it down to the bare bones, look back to medieval times, you know, when there were markets. If people like you, they will buy from you. And why? It's because they will trust you. And going back again to the CIM, the charter status, it's all about trust and mm. credibility.
1: It's that trust and credibility that it confers, which gives you the competence, gives you the confidence and gives you that mobility that we've just talked about. Yeah. And this is why it is such a fantastic accreditation. It gives you that passport to move around and be trusted by new employers instantly because they can see that you've gone on this journey. And to, in order to get through that journey, yes. uh, to get through that process, you must have demonstrated the skills and the experience that that they that they need um
0: and also i mean the the fact that as marketers um all chartered marketers as well one thing i i didn't mention um and i think which does need to be mentioned is that we have to maintain every year that chartered status so we have to demonstrate over um cpd activity and you know so it's all every we have a deadline i believe mine is in march (laughs) so we have to give every year we have to demonstrate to the cim um how we are keeping up to date it's based under practice learning we're always reading cim has a um quarterly magazine called catalyst so you know i read that every every quarter but also attending, like I mentioned, technology for marketing, various different events throughout the year um, and also doing different. I mean, I've been on various courses and I'm one of these people. My new resolution actually is to try not to do so many courses. Right. <laughs> um, my husband is probably like, oh, thank goodness. But I love actually I love continuously learning. I did a um understanding neurodiversity and autism because people learn in different ways um people receive messages in different ways I've become a mother and so you know having that extra level of empathy as well um as well as being a charter marketer I'm a figure skating coach so that's you know I have quite a few students who learn like I said you know with neurodiversity and autism learn in different ways and I can translate that back into marketing as well so what I'm trying to say is that when you become chartered and believe me if you're on that journey of becoming chartered and you just do those two years they will go so quickly just do it but then you have to demonstrate through formal learning, self-directed learning, you know, whether you're doing any voluntary work, um, attending conferences or you do you're doing a qualification like I've done. Um, and I'm actually doing an AI qualification through the CIM and MMC learning. There we go. Another plug there. But seriously, just, you know, it's it, it it's just so valuable.
1: I've probably got a bit of an insight into this from what you've just told me. It's almost you're pitching to the world about why you should do it, why you should go for this. But if you're talking to a young marketer, you know, someone who's in his or her uh, early 20s, let's say, and the danger is that they see chartership as um, a mountain to climb you know they think god it's two years it's when you're in your 20s two years can seem like an eternity when you get to my age it seems like a blink of an eye (laughs) but um how would you present it to the young joanne before you'd had that inflection point before you'd had that sliding doors moment at the natural history museum how would you present it to her and say look this is something that you should do this is something that's going to benefit you how would you pitch it to her
0: i would pitch it to the fact that they're going to be amongst other similar like-minded people they're not on their own you are not doing this by yourself you have other people in the same boat as you doing this and the great thing is that um, CIM also have uh, you know a LinkedIn group so become part of that that group also the CIM have various different network so being in the south um you know the south of England near Wimbledon I was able to attend with students um, when I was at London Metropolitan University doing this course um other extracurricular kind of activity outside of that through the CIM so I think I would actually pitch it you're not going to be by yourself um to be honest I felt more alone when i was actually doing my history of art, um when i was actually doing the run of the mill degree i was doing yes i was with friends and what have you and we were having fun but that i don't know it was different with this with the qualification i did at cim and it was it was different because i wanted to actually do it um you know for myself i like competing against myself and bettering myself but Yes, I I would, I suppose I would pitch it like that. You are with a community.
1: You're in a community. It's it's a more collegiate experience than college itself.
0: Well, it is. I mean, and and that's what I found being at Moore Hall. It did feel, um, and I'm kicking myself. I did say to um, Chris Daly and, and the team there, I'm kicking myself for not have, you know, visited the place sooner Cause it does have that um almost community um warm you know it's and you know there's a library there there's places where you can actually sit you know kind of study meeting rooms i, I had no idea
1: so you know, it's like a family isn't it it's like a club exactly um uh, for like-minded people who all wanted to go on the, the same journey and, and being feeling an identity feeling part of yeah. uh, a community part of a profession. And I think that's that's an interesting word that perhaps we've not stumbled across on this show so far. Is this word of it's a professional accreditation for a profession, and when you become chartered, you 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 reach the zenith of this profession. You know, you're you're as we I used the phraseology earlier, gold standard. You're getting the gold standard of marketing, and that actually gives you the opportunity, and to some degree, the the, the right to project how you want to see the profession going as a as a as a chartered marketer um you become to some degree a spokesperson for the industry because you are you are at its pinnacle so as someone who is at its pinnacle as someone who is a chartered marketer what is your key wish for the profession if you could have just one
0: if i had just one it would be for greater prominence and mm. I suppose, hand in glove. Greater prominence and recognition. Greater prominence, though. I think that, uh, and the reason I'm saying that, having more ambassadors. um, When I was at Technology for Marketing earlier this year, for somebody to, maybe from the CIM, uh, perhaps they were there, uh, but I didn't see them. And I do kind of flit around. I am a bit of a social butterfly. But I think great for me, the CIM are doing that, but for me, greater prominence.
1: Greater prominence for industry well, That's a, a great ambition, a great goal, and we hope to generate that. And the way we're going to generate that, one way we're going to generate that is getting more of you guys, more of the audience today to go down this journey to become chartered, to reach the zenith of the profession, and that will boost its prominence. So more people get those exactly. uh, hallowed uh, letters after their name as chartered marketers. Um, three words. If I offered you only three words to describe chartered, being a chartered marketer, what would those three words be?
0: They would be, and I'm a big one for alliteration, let's face it. Marketers yep. out there, we all like alliteration. I yep. would put it under the three C's. Oh that, yeah. That would be competence, confidence, and commitment.
1: Wow. Perfect. I could add a fourth could I? Credibility.
0: Oh that's a good one. Oh. <laughs> Three
1: or four <laughs> take your pick.
0: <laughs> oh Ben th- honestly thank you so much for having me on your show and thank you CIM.
1: No no thank you for the thank is all the other way thank you for coming on the show and telling us all about this journey which as I said at the start some people will find daunting and I don't think having listened to this people will find it daunting anymore. It's something that they you thoroughly enjoy doing, you, it's a journey that you've, you've met great people, you've been to great places, it's made you more mobile in the sector, it's given you that confidence, it's given you that competence, it's given you that uh, credibility if you like um, and it's helped you thrive as a marketer and become an important spokesperson for our profession. So. It's fantastic to have you on the show and uh, a great way, I think, to break um, for our Christmas stroke winter break uh, before we return uh, uh, to the airwaves in the spring. So we'll be back with you on the CIM Marketing Podcast in the spring, in March, and um, we'll hope to see you all very soon. Joanne, thanks very much indeed. What a great way to end the year.
0: Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the CIM Marketing Podcast on your platform of choice. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback. CIM Marketing Podcast.